What is it about a woman being unapologetic about her dreams and her drive, operating in excellence and having high standards that people find so intimidating? Don't wilt, sis. Bloom with opulence anyway. Welcome to the Crowned Opulence Podcast with me, Cassandra Alexis, best-selling author and co-author of The Unchained Goddess. I'm a marketing strategist, coach, and consultant, and the CEO of Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting. But you can call me your Chief Empowerment Officer, empowering you to silence your self-doubt, own your opulence, and market your value to enable you to create your own tables in life and business. In these conversations, we talk about the hard, messy, necessary, yet embarrassing things. You know, those things that we don't talk about as Black women because we think we are the only ones experiencing them or are too ashamed to share our truth while gaining the marketing savviness needed to grow and build our own empires. Think of it as Sunday brunch with your girls or business besties. And yes, the mimosas are included on each episode. I'll let you in on a secret. You aren't alone. We are our sister's keeper here in the Crowned Opulent Society. Sis, it's your time to be unapologetically opulent. And we're here for you. Let's get to it. Hey, lady. The workplace climate for Black women has turned many of us off and looking for other means of income. Since the pandemic hit last year, the number of Black women leaving the workforce has increased with over a half a million leaving in the past year. There are still many in the workplace contemplating their exit. These decisions have not come lightly. Where are these women turning to as a source of income? Entrepreneurship. It's no secret that Black female-owned businesses are the fastest growing segment. One of the many questions often pondered in making the switch to either full-time entrepreneurship or even part-time and doing side hustles is the balancing act of home and entrepreneurship. Sis, I got you. Today, I am talking with my business coach, Latika Vines, who is no stranger to balancing home, career, and entrepreneurship. After all, she is the boss mom. Latika Vines is the founder, career strategist, and coach of Visionary Initiatives, LLC, equipping working moms in the federal government with the clarity, confidence, and control to successfully balance life and having a fulfilling career and providing organizations with career growth workshops and tools to develop their employees, increase employee satisfaction, and enhance retention. With 15 years of career development and workforce development experience, combined with being a working mom of four kids, Latika is on a mission to help moms become the boss of their life and career. Additionally, she is the podcast host of her self-titled show, a three-time author, visionary speaker, and the founder of the Visionary Woman Network. Whether you are creating your own work and life balance through operating your own business or mastering it in your government job, Latika provides you 
with the tools to navigate and thrive in your life and career as a boss mom. Let's get to it. Hey, Cassandra Alexis. (laughs) How are you, boss mom? I am doing well, CEO. How are you? I am good, good. Good to see you again this week. Absolutely. What what they say, the pleasure is mine. I am so glad to have you on the show. Thank Thank you you for your time and being here. I know who you are, but let everyone else know who the boss mom is. Well, thank you for having me so much. I truly appreciate it. I am Latika Vines, amongst being the boss mom coach where I help working moms to lead their career, grow in their relationship with Christ and balance life. I'm also a career development consultant. I am the host of the Latika Vines show. I am a three times author, a wife, and a mother of four young girls. And she still manages to have time for her business sister friends. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, thank you. So I have to ask you, boss mom, with all of that you have going on, what are you drinking? Honestly, I am drinking water because I have an anniversary coming up and I am trying to put a bathing suit on. So in order to make sure that these curves and everything else that I have fits in that bathing suit, I am drinking water that has zero calories in it. I understand. How many years are you and Mr. Vine celebrating? 13 years this year. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. 13 years. So I I need to not look like I didn't have five kids. You don't, ma'am. I can look down and say, yes, you have. (laughs) We are always the most critical on ourselves. Yes, we are. Well, I'm drinking a pair of mimosa. Mm. I just came back from vacation and those people got what they were going to get with all of my my drinking curves. But this one is actually really simple to make. It is just champagne and pear nectar. That's it. Wow. That sounds pretty good. I have to try that. Let's take it on your vacation while you're at the pool with your swimsuit. I will. I definitely, and my hat. I got a hat too. Yeah. So you mentioned that you are the boss mom. Yes. There's so many different dimensions to your business. Mm -hmm. How did you get into entrepreneurship? Oh, Lord Jesus. Well, honestly, you know, when I look back, because someone had asked me this question not too long ago, and I had been in the entrepreneur space for quite some time now. I had my own web design company And I also had a wedding coordination company, which is really interesting because I never put two and two together, but I started, my company was called V Coordinations. And not only did I do weddings, but I also did like birthday parties, baby showers. I did it all. And that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, Someone had asked me the question and I had to really think. And I was like, man, I started this journey a long time ago. I did that. Actually, to be honest, me and Lanisha, my dear sister, we started our own event planning company together, but separately. Yes. Crazy. And that was 20 years ago. And so, of course, got married, 
put things on pause. He had a couple kids. And fast forward about four years ago, I had another little girl. I really was stretched past capacity. I could not understand how I was going to balance, how I was going to juggle, manage having four kids, commuting in and out to DC, trying to manage a home, trying to figure out what I wanted to do in the position that I had in my career and everything else that was going on. You know, I was involved in church. I was in six ministries. And not only was I involved in these ministries, but I actually was the head of these ministries. So it was a lot going on. And so when my daughter finally came, I crashed. I literally crashed mentally, physically, spiritually. And it wasn't until she was about seven or eight months old that I got really sick. And I thought maybe it was a sinus infection or cold or something. Went to the doctor. She said, you have a sinus infection, but she could tell that there was something wrong. And so after I stopped crying, she took the postpartum depression quiz or questionnaire that, you know, they normally do at your six week checkup. And she said, you know what? You have all the signs of postpartum depression and I need you to go talk to someone immediately. So in that moment, I had an opportunity to let go of some things that were really just bothering me to my doctor. She literally diagnosed me with postpartum depression, wrote me a prescription to go seek therapy, then wrote me another letter for my employer to take two weeks off from work because she said I needed to sit and not do a thing. And in that time of sitting and not doing anything with work, going to talk to someone, I realized that I was not happy in my career. I Am here being a career service provider. I'm being a career caretaker of everybody else except for me. And so here I am as a working mom of four kids. I'm making sure everybody else's career is soaring, but mine is stagnant. That's when I realized, okay, Latika, you need to get it together. And so through the therapy, figuring out how to balance everything, I got that down to being manageable. So I wasn't as, you know, overwhelmed, stressed, burned out, stretched. And I came up with this plan of, okay, how am I going to be able to soar in my career, thrive in my career and handle everything that I have at home? So I was able to get this plan together. And then I realized the struggle that I had was not for me. It was for somebody else. Mm. And so that's when, honestly, God was like, okay, now it's time for you to go serve. So I started Visionary Initiatives in September of 2018 to help other working moms not only be able to balance life, but honestly, to be the leader of their career, the boss of their career, and balance life at the same time while also putting God in the midst of it. Because I truly believe if you don't have God, you're lost. You continue to have those overwhelming, over just stressed, you know, moments in your life. And so I decided to go ahead and say, okay, I'm going to dedicate myself to helping those other moms do the same thing. And so since September of 2008, I have been pushing to help those working moms that I come in contact with to be able to be the boss and 
I honestly believe when you are the boss, you build opportunities for your own success. And as a mom, you do it continuously. Every day is going to be different. Every year is going to look different. Your pathway is going to be different from someone else's, but you're leading it. You're the boss of your career. And so I got into it. That is an incredible story. And we as a society use the word boss a lot. Mm -hmm. But your word boss is an acronym. Yes. What does it stand for? Yes, it is build opportunities for self-success. Oh, yummy. Oh. <laughs> Everybody needs mm-hmm. to be lost in that yes. regard because we all need to be intentional about building whatever those opportunities for ourselves look like. And they mm-hmm. will be different for each and every single one of us. What success looks like to everybody will be different. I mm-hmm. love that. Thank you for sharing your acronym with us. <laughs> Absolutely. So, a lot of your story came from your motherhood hat that you wear. We have seen, especially as Black women, the struggles in the workplace before the pandemic for us. Yes. And oftentimes we talk about it in the realm of corporate America, but it's not just limited to corporate America. It's just the workplace in general that there are a lot of difficulties that we face as Black women. And prior to the pandemic, we were seeing people looking for more opportunities for Mm -hmm. Income, whether it be additional income or to replace their traditional form of income. As a mom, what role do you see entrepreneurship playing for moms, especially now in post pandemic world? Absolutely. I think this is the best time for us to explore that opportunity because we already were in a world of uncertainty. But in this COVID pandemic, that we are in, the level of uncertainty has gone to a thousand (laughs) as far as level. And it's because we are uncertain. You have the Delta variant. You know, we're hearing now that Pfizer is saying, hey, you may need a booster shot. I mean, we live in a world of uncertainty. And so for us as working moms and 5 million of us who had to leave their jobs or like be let go from their jobs because of the uncertainty of the future, I believe now is the best time for us to explore the opportunity of entrepreneurship because now we can be in control of those opportunities and we don't have to rely on an employer to grant us, give us permission to take time off to make sure that when our kids do eventually go back to school, that we can still be around just in case maybe one of our children gets a cold and we have to immediately pick them up from school because of COVID, we don't know how the world is going to be when all the kids come back together. This is the best time for us to explore that opportunity, use those gifts and talents that we have and used on the job to still be home with our children, still be able to manage the home, still be able to be that wife that we always desire to be at home while bringing in income, while utilizing those skills that we have by mentally justifying 
the student loan repayment that we are trying to get through. I mean, you know, we spend a lot of money on school, a lot of money. I mean, I can't even imagine once I finish paying my school loans, these kids are going to start needing loans. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can use this opportunity to really tap into the skills that we've had, you know, with our employers and use them while we're managing our own schedule. We're setting our own schedule. So this is the perfect opportunity for us. As you were saying that, the thing that popped into my mind, and I'm surprised I just kind of noticed this, the last time as women, and I'll say women because I'm not a mom yet, but that we have been able to be home in the capacity that we have. Yes. And for moms to be home with their kids is before we had the mass entrance Correct. into the workplace. Mm -hmm. So this is the 40s, 50s, 60s. Not that long ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was the last time that we were really able to be home. And it was not being home as the working mom. It was being home as a housewife. And your job, while still very important, was being the CEO of your home, but you weren't bringing any income with it. Right. And now we have that opportunity to be able to go back home, reclaim that time with our families while bringing in income, while leveraging the skills that we have obtained and continuing mm -hmm. to gain even more skills, which is pretty awesome because there's so many women yes. who have wanted to be able to be home with their kids and had to go into the workforce for reasons that were not because they wanted to. Absolutely. Like me. Absolutely. I did not want to go into the workforce. In fact, honestly, I wanted to be a teacher because I knew that being a teacher, I would be able to be home with my children during the school closures and spring breaks, winter breaks, summer breaks and whatsoever. And it's crazy because you always say, I'm not going to be my mother. I'm not going to imitate what my mother does. But I truly felt that as I got older, I became a mom. I realized my mother shifted her career to make sure she was home with us kids. And that is why she became a teacher. My mother wanted to be a doctor and she went to school to be a doctor. But because of the kids, you know, having kids and she had kids quite quickly back to back. She decided, let me do something where it will afford me the time and energy to be with my kids. And so I said, I will do that. And that's something I always wanted to do is be home with them when they were home because I, I valued that. And I knew how important it was for mommy to be home with the kids were home. And now you don't have to choose. You can yes. Yes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you started your journey into entrepreneurship over 20 years ago. Yes. But it's like you say 20 years ago. I'm like, oh my goodness, 20 years ago? Just Fran just had her birthday. And I was like, wow, we have been friends for 22 years. Wow. And we were grown. But I mean, we still had teenage in our right. you know, teen and part of our age. But we were in college, so mm -hmm. no one gets to stay old around me because that golden <laughs> birthday is around the corner and I'm just becoming to walk into the, all of the awkwardness of turning 40. Yes, it will be here before you know it. You only got a few more months. Thanks, ma'am. You're welcome. Just wanted to point that out. Everybody needs people in your lives. Like, <laughs> but what I was going to say... Was being that you've been on this journey for us in entrepreneurship for 20 years, how have you seen it evolve, especially?
especially within this last year, as things have changed so much. Absolutely. Well, you know, when you and I were in high school, even in middle school, we were then learning about the World Wide Web. At midnight, January 31st, 1999, everybody thought... Oh my goodness. The world, the world was going to end. Yes. And the internet was not going to be able to handle what was it called? 2K something? Y2K. Y2K. Yes, that's, that's right. Y2K. It sure was. Oh my goodness. And then you got up the next morning and nothing happened. Everything was fine. Just another day. <laughs> so when I thought about, you know, my web design company and the event planning that I did, I care, and I still have these binders. I carried around binders of information. And I would go to my clients. Like I remember the last wedding I did, I will meet with them at their home and do things. It was crazy. I'm carrying around this binder. I'm carrying around these bags of information. And then you fast forward to today where we're doing virtual coffee chats, where we're scheduling podcast episodes, where you don't necessarily have to sit and side by side by somebody to do a show. We are able to coach virtually and we have the tools to successfully do that. And so that's just a small example of the change that has occurred over the years. And I know just in the last year, more of us have become more available. We're at home. We're in the same space as everyone else. But because we're in the same space as everyone else, we are becoming more creative with our availability. I can have a meeting with someone at nine o'clock PM virtually, and it could be 30 minutes because that's when everyone's had dinner. That's when the kids can go down to sleep. Your husband's probably like mine on the computer doing something for work, trying to catch up on emails for the next day. And so I can come down, do a quick meeting, and then be in bed before 10 o'clock. So things have definitely changed. And I know for me, it's definitely changed in the last year because of 5 million working moms leaving the workforce. So me, it's definitely changed. There's more people that I'm meeting, having more clients, especially since July of last year. I would definitely say it has changed tremendously. That's awesome. To add on to that, like you were saying earlier, it's no better time. The barrier of entry is so low. It's so easy to start a business in today's world. I have seen businesses of all sorts mm -hmm. pop up. And because of the pandemic, we've now needed things that we've never needed before. That if you can come up with a solution for those problems that have now occurred as a result, you have a brand new business idea. Right. That may not have existed two years ago. Okay. I got to ask this question. You have four darling girls, a husband, mm -hmm. a whole husband, a whole husband, a podcast, a business, a nine to five job, and you're not drinking a mimosa right now or a glass of wine right now. How in the world do you balance it all? So honestly, my biggest thing is productivity. You know, you mentioned earlier about being intentional. My biggest thing is making sure that I'm intentional. I'm focused with my time and my energy. And so I created a system and I believe system means in the acronym, save yourself stress, time, energy, and money. And so I have been able to automate things. I have been able to have a support system. I have been able to, again, be productive, 
have a weekly productivity session where I sit down and plan out my week, plan out what I really need to do, plan out what I want to do, and what actually I'm going to do, being realistic with my time. And so I'm able to do that and juggle all the different pieces that I have thrown up in the air. But yeah, I would definitely say it's just having that system, having that support, and then having my weekly productivity hour. So I mentioned all the things that you have for a reason, because so often we say we don't have enough time. And if you can manage all of that, just, I mean, having four kids and a whole husband and your kids are little, these are not teenagers. No. These are little people. Mm -hmm. If you can manage all of that, so can anybody else. Absolutely. Let me tell you, someone gave me the excuse that they don't have time or energy because of, they, they have lesser, okay? Lesser, if I can use that terminology. Less, okay? Um, correct. <laughs> they have less responsibilities, okay? Less kids. They are, you know, have a 95, have a business that they're running in school, which I'm also doing a certificate program right now when I feel like I'm attaining a master's degree with all the papers that I have to write. But my thing is, there are no excuses. I know there are days where they can be overwhelming. It can be a lot. I have those moments like today when my three-year-old wants to throw a tantrum in dance class. Absolutely. You have those moments mm -hmm. that you try not to break somebody's neck. But honestly, when you can sit down and create the system to do it all, you can do it all. You really can. And yes, it does take being organized with your time, being organized with your energy. But if it's going to help you reduce stress so that you can have time for other things, why not do it? Like for me, when people tell me, oh, I don't have the time, I don't have the energy, you just don't understand. I'm just like, oh, that's just an excuse. Mm -hmm. It's just an excuse because you have the tools around you to handle all of your responsibilities. Before COVID, we were all on Amazon. But now look at all of the other resources that are available for you to do your shopping, you know, to pick up odds and ends from stores. I mean, every grocery store, pretty much big, large chains, they have drive ups where you can do your shopping online and you tell them that you're there and they come and drop your stuff in your trunk or you have Instacart. There's so many things that you can do to save yourself the time so that you can do other things, spend time with family, take a nap. You can do those things, you know, have someone come in and clean your house. Like for me, I don't necessarily need someone to come and clean my house, but I do need someone to clean my baseboards and my kitchen cabinets. Mm. If someone can take that load off of me, do you know how much time and energy and stress I am saving? Mm -hmm. And so that's, I think for me, that's where I'm like, okay, when I meet a working mom, I'm like, you can do this. Let's just sit down and figure out this plan, this system of how you can do it. But don't believe in the struggle. Don't believe that you have to remain in the struggle. Mm -hmm. You can do something different. You can do something about it so that it can be better. I have not. Well, I will on occasion, but 
I started leveraging online grocery shopping before the mm-hmm. outside of my produce because they always seem to give you mm. the busted up fruit. But other than that, it's amazing. You can sit there, yes. like you said, you order it online. It saves me money because yes. I'm not wandering up and down the aisles looking mm-hmm. for the I need it. No, uh-huh. it's going to mm-hmm. sit in the pantry. So now you save yourself time and money. You just pull up and pick it up. They put it there. My Roomba, I can have my house vacuumed while I'm on a call, while I'm not even at home. I love my cleaning lady. One, she can clean my whole house in less time than I can because she has help. It will take me half a day to clean my whole house. She will clean it, I say, in two hours. They've gotten it down. But it's two of them. And there's this feeling after she has left. Well, for one, there's something about having my house clean while I'm working or I'm relaxing. Right. That just feels amazing to me. Mm-hmm. It's very opulent. And she, that's her lane. So right. she cleans like a professional. Yes. And so for me, it does save me time, even though it costs me some money, mm-hmm. but I'm working. So while she's cleaning my house, I can go and make more money or I'm just not as tired. So there's so many benefits to having help. Finding ways to have other people, other things do things for you. My friends laugh because my desire is to have a whole smart house. I want to be able to talk to everything in my house, like the Jetsons. Oh, you need to come to my house then. You have all of it? I do. We need to talk because I got Alexa and I will tell Alexa to do everything that Alexa can do. So I got to be quiet because she's right here, but she will unlock and lock the front door mm-hmm. she will turn all the lights on outside she'll turn our tvs on and how to do that yes and so we have her and then we also have samsung so everything in our house is samsung and they pair well together my husband figured out how we can and we have the apps on our phone do the dishwasher turn the dishwasher on Turn the oven on. Let's see what else can we do. Turn some lights on. We don't have all lights, smart lights, but we do have some lights. We're definitely the smart house. We gotta talk because I have sat for quite some time trying to figure out how to connect the TV. I do have the Christmas tree enabled. Tree is on a smart plug, so I can tell the tree to come on and go off. Uh, I do want to get more switches. Um, mm-hmm. My lights are all just a plug-in light. So I want to get the switches. But that saves so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, and now you said the dishwasher. So, yeah, we have to talk about how to connect the dishwasher. Oh, yes. But those things, it's just time. And like I said, my friends joke because I'll say, have you listened to your podcast on Alexa? No. Yes. Tell Alexa to play the Latika Vine show. I'm going to do that. That was the coolest thing ever. I'm going to do that tonight. I sat in my house and told Alexa to play Crown Opulence. And I was like, I'm coming through Alexa. Mama, I made it. <laughs> Alexa knows my name. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to look that up. Okay. I'm going to do that. Yes. That yes, is yes. Yeah. That was oh, my cool. goodness. <laughs> yes, that is cool. So what is, because you made it sound easy, but what is the hardest part of balancing all the things that you balance? Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh my goodness. Tantrums, tantrums, more tantrums from everybody. Including the little children and the grown children. You know, one of the things that I said this year that I needed to work on or improve was my relationship with my husband. So when you are 
so busy with everything else, a lot of times your relationship with your spouse will not be your priority. And so I realized this year, especially in the last few months, that I really need to make that relationship my priority. I'm in Bible study for that and just really changing my mindset to make sure that he is my priority in the midst of everything that I'm doing. And so I would say that probably is or has been one of the challenges outside of the tantrums that I have experienced. Because I don't think we intentionally do it as as wives, but when the kids come and then we have multiple kids, your husband gets leftovers. And so I'm trying to change that outlook that he gets the first dibs and not the leftovers. Because the leftovers, I'm tired. I have a headache. I'm not in the mood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep on the couch because I don't have to worry about somebody tapping my shoulder, breathing down my neck while I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> and you but get those tired sleep. Like I just yes. get to dreamland. Yes. Like leave me alone. Can't you? I'm drooling. Like seriously, leave me alone. But those are the leftovers. Mm-hmm. And do you really want to leave him with the leftovers? And I will never forget when I was younger, I did not understand this, but I was told, always make sure you make your spouse a priority because when the kids are gone and it's just you two, what's left if you don't make it a priority. So make it a priority now. I would say that probably is the biggest struggle that I've had in trying to balance it all is making sure that He doesn't get my leftovers, but he gets my number one priority spot. That's really very mature of you. I'm so serious because oftentimes you'll hear women say, well, you should understand and this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. But to say that I recognize that Mm I, like I think back to Michelle Obama's book and how she wanted to go to counseling so Mm -hmm. that therapists could fix him. Right. And you're saying, I need to make this a priority. I need to make Mm -hmm. him a priority. Therefore, I'm going to do something different to do that. So Mm -hmm. that is really mature. Hashtag goals. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So with that, and I'm glad you mentioned that because often as Black women, we hear so many times, you're too independent. You don't Mm. need me. Where do I fit? All of these different things. And many times it has caused us, myself included, mm-hmm. to shy away or shrink back from those things that we have wanted and may have even felt called to do. Because while we may not have the courage to say like you just did, I'm going to make my spouse my priority and shift things to not give him the leftovers. In our heart of hearts, we often want that relationship. We want that marriage. We want that partnership. and are struggling to figure out how to get that, how to maintain that while still going after our goals, pursuing our life's purpose and things like that. Being that you have obtained those things already, you have the career, the business, the kids, the family, et cetera. What do you say to those women who are in that mindset or that battle trying to figure out how do I balance both sides of the coin? Well, for us to understand that when we are given an assignment, when we are called to do something, we've already been equipped. We have the vision of what we need to do. We have those goals. We have those objectives. 
what we honestly need to do is really determine what our priorities are. Can I do this now? Do I wait? Or can I have someone else help me do this? And what I love is, I can't remember if it was Mike Todd from Transformation Church or Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church, but it was one of them. And he said that when you have this vision of where you want to go in your career and your life, because it all blends in together, you only tell a few. And so that is, what does your support system look like? And so for me, when it was time to talk to my husband about the business, that support was I needed to lean on him more. I needed him to help more around the house. I needed him to, when I was having big events, take the kids out of the home so that I can concentrate and not be interrupted. You know, it was having those conversations with him. Also, who can support me? Who can look at certain things for me to take something off my plate? Who can truly hold me accountable to certain things, to making sure that I have my system in place, that I can be productive? But it's really just making sure that I can communicate what I needed, where I wanted to go with my husband. But before I did that, to pray and ask for the discernment, how to say what I needed to say to my husband. But the main thing was to believe that if God has given you a vision of what you're supposed to do in your career, then he's already set the path for you. He's already given you what you need to accomplish it. So you just need to do it. And we always hear that we just need to take a leap of faith. We need to just believe in God. Well, honestly, we have to believe in what we don't see. And that's what faith is. We may not be able to see it in our natural eyes, but we just have to do it. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah, we're going to have some hard days. Yeah, we probably cry in our closet. Yeah, we probably will cry going to sleep because it is hard. But if God has given this to you, then he's going to make sure that he's going to supply everything else for you and that you can get it done. And honestly, that's how I have been able to get through is because I know this is what God wants me to do. Because if he didn't want me to do it, I wouldn't be in the place that I am now. And so I just keep on going, keep on asking God, like, God, I need you. I need your help. And he supplies. And one of the things that I just recently put on my phone was a reminder as um, my lock screen for my home. And it says, remember, you are built by grace. So when your faith runs out, remember that the grace from God is sufficient. And so when you are feeling like, I can't do this anymore, God gives you grace to get through. So all you got to do is just keep going. So I would say definitely before you have that conversation with your husband, pray, ask for discernment on what you need to say, what direction you need to go in, how your husband and you can work out this partnership and just go on faith. That is incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that. Even if you're not married, what you said, there's so many nuggets on what you just said in terms of having that faith. Like mm-hmm. the Bible says, faith the size of a mustard seed. Yes. And trusting in the things that you don't see. It's so easy to do when you can see it and you can see how it's possible and you can't. That's when it's, you got to dig in deep. And when you do see it, realize you do have the opportunity to literally have your mind blown and be yes. completely surprised 
by what has happened and what has God has enabled you to do, what has happened through you. You have shared so many, but do you have any other thought or pieces of advice for the mom who is an entrepreneur? Absolutely. I would say the one thing is not to compare yourself to other people. In the way that you transform is not the way that somebody else will transform. And so when you are going on your journey of entrepreneurship, remember that you have special talents, you are unique, and only you can do what you are called to do. We might be in the same space as other people, same industries, other people may even have the same name title as other people, but only you can do what you can do. And so do not compare yourself to other people or think that things should go a certain way because other people are doing it, but you do what you are called to do. Somebody is tied to your business. Somebody's breakthrough is tied to your business. Somebody's life is dependent on your business. Somebody's book is dependent on your business. Somebody's marriage is dependent on your business. But if you don't do it, you will never know what you can do for the world. So definitely don't compare yourself to anyone else. Mike, drop. But that just makes it hit home from the standpoint that mm-hmm. goes back to all of us are put on this earth for some reason. And if God is giving you an assignment to have a business is to bring forth something, some fruit that is meant to help someone else in some regard. And what they do is meant to come forth to help someone else. Taking it back to the Lion King and the circle of life and how we're all connected. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think we sometimes forget or struggle to believe that we individually are so important and not from an arrogant, your head is in the clouds type of way, but each of us are so important that we were purposely put here for a reason to do something and that that something is meant to be good in someone else's life or help Mm -hmm. someone or keep them from something possibly. Mm -hmm. And when you take the time to really sit back and realize you are important, You are important to other people. And those people may not just be your family and friends. Right. That's like, one, it's the very opposite of what we have been traditionally taught to think and believe. But when you sit and think that everything that exists in this world is because God purposed it. Mm -hmm. That means he purposed each one of us for some Mm -hmm. reason, bigger than ourselves. Absolutely. So thank you so much for sharing that. And that reminder to all of us, before we go, what is one thing that you do to get one step closer to living your most opulent life? I honestly started since COVID taking better care of myself. I walk every day. So that's part of my self-care. Um, walking every day. I also, you know, some people think it's not self-care, but um, getting my hair done. Because there's nothing like being in the shampoo bowl and somebody is massaging your scalp for you. But also I started doing little things like body scrubs, buying body scrubs and doing that in the shower. And those are just the little things I do for myself to show myself that I love myself and that I care about myself. And because of that, I feel like that is getting me closer to my opulent life. And I also will say journaling and praying. 
are the other two things that I do to um, get me one step closer to living my opulence life. I love it. Thank you so much. Boss mom, how can people get in touch with you, connect with you, work with you? Absolutely. Well, I am available on social media at Visionary Initiatives on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube. And I am on Twitter at Latika underscore Vines. You can look me up at www.leadgrowbalance.com just to learn a little bit more about what I do as a boss mom coach for other working moms. That's about it. And the Latika Vine show. Oh, and the Latika Vine show. Yes. So you can also, if you go to www.leadgrowbalance.com, it will tell you more about the Latika Vine Show and also link you to the show. The Latika Vine Show is on Google, Apple, Anchor, Spotify, and a few others. I'm so excited about it. We're in season five and just going stronger. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. So many nuggets. I've had so many requests from people saying, we got to do an episode on motherhood and entrepreneurship and balancing it all. And so I so, 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 so appreciate you sharing so many of your nuggets and your time and just being on the show. This has been really awesome. So thank you, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Crowns Opulence Podcast. Visit CassandraAlexis.com for more information. Let's keep the conversation going. Join the Opulent Outcomes Society Facebook group. Follow me at the Cassandra Alexis on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Loving the show? Leave a five-star rating and review. It helps the show and helps other women just like you get one step closer to the opulent outcomes they desire in life and business. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free so you don't miss an episode. Remember, you aren't everyone's glass of champagne and everyone isn't yours. Only a select few are privileged to enjoy you.